1: Deuce and Moe, Deuce and Moe, they tell you what they know. Deuce and Moe, Deuce and Moe, Deuce and Moe, the podcast that you know.
2: Hey, welcome in to the Deuce and Mo podcast. Night chat is back and oh, it feels nice after a long all-star break. The Kings are back on the home floor Take on a Blazers team that had major plane issues. Then they decide, all right, because of those plane issues, we're not playing Dame or Jeremy Grant. Already without Anthony Simons, Nurkic, Winslow. What was going to be happening tonight should be an easy Kings win. Didn't get off to a great start, but the Kings handle business after a sloppy first quarter. They start the right way with a 133-116 home victory over the Portland Trail Blazers. And history was made tonight... DeMarcus Sabonis his seventh triple-double of the season surpassing Chris Webber and Rondo for the most ever in a season by a member of the Sacramento Kings. Yeah. I'm Deuce Mason. That's Morgan Reagan. How are you, Mo? I I'm
3: really good now. Really good. So happy we get to light the beam. We got a fog machine. We reached a podcast goal of ours with subs. It's a great Great evening.
2: Yeah, for the audio people, we reached 10,000 subs on YouTube, which is a number we've been chasing for a long time. Shout out to everyone who helped make that possible. Also, we did have a fog machine uh, that, in the pre-show, had the smoke detector go off. So, yeah, you know, it's a little challenging when you have a, a small studio space to put a huge fog machine, I guess. Cool. I, I didn't think that one through all the way. Yeah, 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 No, it's okay. But it looks
3: cool. It did. I mean, look.
2: Well, it's still here.
3: It's It's still here. It's still lingering in our lungs, in this room, in this space.
2: Well done. Well, Morgan, this was a weird game. Just a weird day. Portland was trying to leave yesterday. They end up being on the tarmac for seven hours. And... Then some of their guys had to drive home. Some, it took like a couple hours to get home. Then they had to meet at the airport to fly out day of game, which always presents challenges for a team. They met at the airport like nine o'clock in the morning, but they didn't take off until nearly one thirty this afternoon for like a 90 minute flight to Sacramento. That's tough. It's not the first team in NBA history to do something like that. They already shorthanded without Simons, Mm -hmm. without Nurkic, without Winslow. Then Chris Haynes puts out this afternoon just before 2 o'clock like, hey, um, Dame's not playing tonight and neither is Jeremy Grant. We're going okay, the Kings just have to take care of business. They did just that before we get to the actual game. I was very surprised that the Blazers decided to do this. My theory on this was Oh, you have a theory? Yeah, because Dame was at the game tonight. Dame was sitting on the bench.
3: And then he was signing autographs after the game.
2: Great guy, love Dame. Yep. One of my favorite players of all time. They don't play again until Sunday at home against the Houston Rockets. They listed Dame as out due to rust. My theory on this was the Blazers wanted this game postponed because of the travel issues. The league was like, nah, you can get there. Go play. And once the league said, no, we're not rescheduling this game, they went, okay, we're going to sit Dame and Jeremy Grant. I think it was a petty thing. by the Blazers, which surprised me a little bit because they need to win games. They got to win games to get back in the mix in the NBA's Western conference. They pretty much punted this game tonight, uh, against the Sacramento Kings. Yeah. What do you think about my theory? Um,
3: your theory, I don't think is, um, wild. You know, I, I, I don't think it's, it's probably not far off. Um, I think the pettiness behind it just hurts the Blazers and We've talked about this. Not only have there been other teams in the past that have dealt with this type of crap and it happens and then you play through it. Um, But I also, I look at the WNBA. These are professional players and they have to go through way worse circumstances and they get through it. And what do they do? Oh, they play the game. Um, That's what I found so weird about this situation because it was very doable to still play whether you were going to be tired or not. Not to... Again, we were going to factor in the tired factor. It's
2: 100% a factor no matter what, especially for those guys that ended up playing tonight, right? Like you're completely out of routine. I must say someone in our Discord uh, just threw a message that – Kind of what got my attention. Not that one. Uh, it says the fog machine is hype, oh. but it's actually bad for you in small areas. Maybe keep the door and window open. It should be okay. Okay.
3: Let's open that. I'm open up the window. Just and in case right. i You're right. I don't want to die. So like what Yeah. what are we doing, huh? There we go. Freezing cold. I love this idea. Great idea, Deuce.
2: Um, but yeah, I mean, it totally throws off your routine because typically, if you're coming into town the night before a game, you get a morning shoot around in at like ten a m, eleven am, maybe get a nap before the game, get back to the arena at 4. I mean, when you land, like the blazers did at like three thirty or whatever mm-hmm. it was, nearly four o'clock you're driving you're all out of routine. So that's tough. There's no denying it. The Kings also had the same situation. Last year, yeah, similar, it, they weren't able to leave New Orleans. End up traveling day of game to San Antonio. They went and won that game. And then I brought up one. The 06-07 season was insane. The Kings, on the second half of back-to-back, had plane issues going to take on the Denver Nuggets, had to land in Colorado Springs, bus in, showed up 90 minutes before tip-off. It was actually Allen Iverson's first game As a member of the Denver Nuggets, Kings go to Denver, win that game behind John Salomons, who had a triple-double. Kind of weird. It's crazy. And that's why this game, before we knew Dame wasn't going to play, Uh still concerned me because teams can rally together in these moments.
3: Absolutely. I mean, that's something I was a little worried about. Like, hey, you get inspired by something else. Something else just uh, uh, motivates you, right? And we've seen how the Kings have played Being well-rested at times. Uh, It's been confusing throughout the year, so I wasn't sure what to expect. But I thought maybe that because of all these things factoring in, the Blazers didn't have their main guys, that the Kings would come out super strong. It was going to be a strong first quarter, a strong (laughs) beginning. And it was the complete opposite.
2: Oh, it was beyond the complete opposite uh, the Blazers end up leading this game 19 to 4 at the 7 17 mark of the first quarter. Oh. What is going through your mind at this point?
3: Oh, I am thinking very bad things because I'm like, the Kings came in not locked in, not ready like I wanted them to. They came in like they were about to play a team that was Dameless, that was Jeremy Grantless, that just landed in Sacramento.
2: I mean, and and teams talk about this. Sometimes that first game after the All-Star break, you're just kind of out of routine and rhythm. So maybe you're a little sloppy. I felt like they missed some good shots, and then defensively, there were just too many breakdowns. So, wait, you're missing shots, missing a ton of threes. They're getting out in transition, exposing you in pick-and-roll situations. It got ugly. But what I liked, obviously, is the response. And they were able to close the gap after that. Yeah. It took them a while to get the lead. In fact, they didn't have their first lead until late in the second quarter at the 227 mark, but then they led the rest of the way.
3: Yeah, and you look at the way that they got to that moment at the 227 mark. Um, I love seeing them fight through adversity. You know how hard it is? to play when you're down to come back up. It doesn't matter if the other team is practically a G League team. They're in the NBA. Right. They're NBA players. doesn't matter that they're a bad defense. You also don't have the greatest defense in the world. So what that means, they have to change their mentality. They have to face the challenges and keep Working their way back up, playing better basketball than the way that they started, and that's exactly what they started doing. They started locking in, doing a better job, navigating around screens, attacking the zone, just focusing so much more on what was
2: at hand. Yeah. So after that ugly start where they were down nineteen to four, it was ended. It ended up being thirty-seven twenty-nine after the first quarter, Portland on top. And I felt like there was a couple of nice sequences in that game. It was um, one. Terrence Davis coming in, and I felt like he gave them a little punch, right? He gave them a nice lift, and then Lyles had that buzzer beater to close the gap at the end yes. of the first round. Okay, clean some stuff up, and you should be fine. I thought the second quarter, they just came out punched. They, they started throwing punches a little bit. They end up closing the second quarter on a 16-2 run. I just felt like Fox came out really aggressive in that second quarter. I thought, in general tonight, De'Aaron Fox is playing at such a high level. His fifth straight 30-plus-point game, he has never played better basketball in his career. No. And it's what he's doing defensively. Mm-hmm. He's taking it upon himself, like, let's go. He's also had trouble in years past going up against Matisse Stiebel, there was no issue tonight for De'Aaron Fox. He got anything and everything he wanted. It wasn't just in the mid-range. How about some of his attacks at the rim?
3: That's it. I mean, we talked mm. about this earlier on our daily show with a guy named Combo, who is a former professional player. He's just a hooper, right? The way that he breaks down guys' games. And we were talking about De'Aaron being a different tier of player and how he's right there to start being identified as that in this league. Obviously, that's going to come with more wins, more winning seasons, um, or let's just get some winning seasons under the belt to move in that direction. But when you're a guy in this league and you can point to a spot and be like, oh yeah, I'm going to go there. I'm telling you where I'm going to go and I'm still going to make the shot over you. You're at a different level. De'Aaron Fox is at that level right now. The way that he changes his speed in every motion that he has on the floor, that baseline reverse on the right side.
2: That was disgusting. When nasty. he was in the corner yes. and attacked. Yeah. Yes.
3: I know. It's beautiful. Basketball porn, baby.
2: 31 points for him. He missed four shots, 11 for 15 shooting. He knocked down two of four from downtown, seven of eight from the free throw line. I think that's one of my most exciting things with Fox lately. Is uh, again, <laughs> we may have to go back and double check, but. I feel like ever since he's been named an all-star, his free throw attempts have been like eight or higher. All of a sudden, he's getting calls. I I'm, I know that we always joke about, hey, once you're an all-star, you get those calls a little bit. He got one call tonight on that drive. Who was defending him? Was it... Um,
3: oh, when he threw him off?
2: I'm trying to remember who that was. Was it Keon Johnson or Reddish? Okay. But man, did he lower that shoulder a little bit? But that's what I want. Like... Down the stretch of the season, we know it's going to be super competitive. In fact, the Kings play a really tough game tomorrow night against the Clippers on the road. They play with some physicality. Like, after that first quarter, it was like, especially late in the second mm. quarter, they're getting the paint touches. HB had a nice take and Juan Fox was getting to the basket. De'Aaron, it looked really nice.
3: De'Aaron was going into Guy's chest, but then... We already know how physical Sabonis can be, but you saw him get even a little bit more physical, not just down low, but the way that he was setting um, a pick or having that dribble handoff, he was just a brick effing wall, knocking guys to the ground. But... Um, not even allowing them to find a way or space to fight through and get over it. Like, he just created so much space for whatever offensive player that he was setting the screen for or having the dribble handoff with. Just incredible job with the physicality as the game kept going.
2: And your other stud, the big fella, Damana Sabonis, triple-double. The seventh triple-double. I know. I'm sorry. I was just emphasizing. It's okay. okay. I
3: was just making sure. You can't be mad. There's you get, a fog machine. You get
2: highlights in your hair, and now you think you can call me out like that. Can't I? I'll be honest. <laughs> I was I was transitioning because I saw something, and I was like, okay, she'll finish this, and I was going to. It's it. fair, and it's my bad.
3: No, no, it's okay. Hey,
2: you, we we're talking about Fox. You transitioned to bonus. I didn't hear. It. Hey. I mean, I'm not gonna it. lie. I didn't hear it. <sighs> I didn't hear it. No, it's not. See, here's the <sighs> thing with us, Morgan, and you. The people listening to the audio later, this, yeah. they're going to make, oh, dude, that's kind of rude. You're not listening. Thank As you. if I'm sitting here looking at the wall, I'm look, I'm changing screens. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm playing with things. I'm seeing tweets that come in. I'm like, I got to acknowledge that chat. You know, it, when you're the quarterback, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm, the, I'm the quarter and the point. I'm reading everything. Yeah. So I apologize. No, it's okay. It, yeah. Sure. Sounds like it's okay.
3: No, no, it's good. Yeah. Hey, what it's all good oh you that is so mean (laughs) 10k okay i'm happy
2: No, you know what you guys are fair you guys are getting on me and that's that's fair Dude's turnover i appreciate you guys being here thank you guys i'm gonna say this we have well over 400 people watching us live hit the thumbs up button we should be at like three hundred fifty thumbs up. It just helps the channel grow. Thank you to Kid Chris who donated multiple times tonight. Appreciate that. Uh, Tin also donated. You guys are insane, Kid Chris. You've donated a lot tonight. Oh my god. Appreciate you. Thank I came out up everything. Appreciate uh, everyone who's becoming members, and of course uh, on Twitch we appreciate uh, Ranger gifting more subs Hell on Twitch. Yeah. You guys are literally the best. All right. Uh, so I I want to bring up Sabonis because you didn't bring him up. Correct. Right? Uh, <laughs> um, Sabonis tonight, triple-double, 18 points, 18 rebounds, 10 dimes, three steals, also won the defensive player of the game chain tonight. With those rebounds, the steals, uh I, seventh triple-double this year. The most by any Kings player in franchise history in one season. What do you think about Sabonis's game, even though you highlighted some of it and I wasn't listening?
3: And, So going back to kind of what I was highlighting was just the physical play because we were talking about how the whole team got more and more physical. But what led to so many of these numbers in those rebounding numbers for Domas Sabonis was truly the way that he was being physical on the inside and the outside. I love, love the energy, the joy that he brings what about that one play that he had when it was going down the floor it oh, he was going down the floor it would have been the around highlight the around the back oh. then goes behind the back pass who keegan, keegan who missed the three beyond the arc who missed the three but it was just
2: one of those moments where you're like holy shit doma sabonis is him sabonis sometimes and that was a great example of it when he's pushing, I like when he pushes, but Love. sometimes when he over dribbles, you're like, you're gonna turn the ball over. Get a little nervous. Tough behind the back dribble. He was able to control it and then go behind
3: the back again. The key, dude, he just gets better and better. And the way that he did it, it wasn't like you know, when sometimes you see a big and it's like, oh, that was lucky. He does it with a hard dribble, with authority, mm. with confidence. Gets it there, knows what he's doing. I loved what we saw from the big fella. I thought
2: the other fun sequence with Sabonis tonight in that fourth quarter when Malik Monk got it going, Monk was great tonight. So was TD. We got to talk about both those guys, but that Monk Sabonis two man game in the fourth quarter. Oh my, they have a nice connection. I know Sabonis connects with a lot of guys, but they seemingly have a really strong connection. Yeah.
3: Just the, the, flow and the feel for where they're both going to be on the floor it doesn't matter if it's just a bounce pass that is leading another guy uh to the rim down the lane or it's throwing it up because you know you can oop it up to them it's beautiful what they have growing
2: yeah it's just
3: it's fun dude it's just it's fun style of basketball something we've been talking about with a lot of guests lately on the daily show and it's uh watching fun basketball that is translating into W's as well. It just, I mean, what else can you say? It's yeah. so freaking fun right now.
2: Yeah. And you just need to handle business against teams like this. I know you had the bad first quarter where you allowed 37 points, but after that, the Kings outscored Portland one Oh four to 79. Mm. Right? It, it just, once they got the lead and it was at double digits, you went, Oh, they're going to keep this. Yeah, And the fact that, Sabonis played the most minutes tonight and it was at 31 that's huge especially on the second I have a back-to-back it's like you had great balance with your minutes and it's helpful that you can do that not only because you had the lead but because the bench was going like we mentioned Monk with his 15 points and what he was able to do in the fourth quarter I mean Terrence Davis tonight and Terrence Davis I, I feel like we've given him a lot of love lately because he's been a guy that's been out of the rotation And, you know, Mike Brown's hard on on him because he does make some mistakes out there. It can be a little chaotic sometimes. There could be some defensive miscues. TD's good, man. And for the Kings to have a weapon like him off the bench, a guy that, again, has been out of the rotation and then can come in and give you 20 points. Wild.
3: Wild. I, the, okay, here's my thing with some of these players like that. When you're known as the stay ready guy, there's always going to be a role for you in this league. But I always, I, I, I'm, I always wonder: Do these guys also kind of feel like, what else do I need to prove? I stay ready. I produce when you ask me to, um, in the amount of time or the chances I get to prove I can do something. Terrence Davis, I know he's had his bad games, but he's He's not the only player that has, like, uh, um, streaky times on the floor. Um, I think sometimes because he plays with a little bit more chaos, it can worry a coach. It can um, deflate a team. But at the same time, you give him the chance and you coach him right,
2: he, he'll stay disciplined and do what you tell him. I think it's safe to say he's back in right now. I mean, he's okay. strung it together and now it's four straight games with 18 or more minutes tonight. He played 18 minutes, 24 seconds. He gave him 20 points on six of 10 shooting four or five from three went to the free throw line five times, knocked down four of them. He had an impact out there and like, yeah, you, you're not going to expect 20 points every night, but I think what Mike Brown's looking for with Terrence Davis is like, Hey, if you're out there, we need you to be aggressive offensively, duh. But you need to do the right things defensively. Yeah. You, know, you can't. Yes. There's sometimes he falls asleep out there and and he's not the only Kings player, right? I think sometimes when you watch this Kings team, I rarely watch this team this season, even when they make defensive miscues and go, oh, they're not giving effort. I think sometimes the effort's there. I think sometimes it's just bad matchups. I think other times it's ball watching. <laughs> It's what I've said before. Like, Mike Brown's taking an offensive minded group for the most part
4: mm-hmm.
2: and trying to get them into better habits defensively. As a team. As a team. Right? And you're seeing some of the, I highlight some of the numbers today, right? Yeah. The first half defensive rating versus the second half. The Kings Night in the day. first half of games this season, headed into tonight, were 25th in defensive rating. In the second half, they're 13th in defensive rating. In the fourth quarter, they're ninth in defensive rating. So, you know what they can do offensively. In the first, the second half, they're even better offensively. They're number two in offensive rating in the second half of games, with the 13th defensive rating. And then I mentioned the ninth in defensive rating in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. They're number two in offensive rating in the fourth quarter. That's winning basketball. If you can string it together for longer stretches, it's cleaning it up. And again, we talk about the first half, right? Mm -hmm. That 37 points in that first quarter is what we're talking about. It's trying to be locked in from the start, not letting missed shots impact you defensively.
3: Sidebar. You know.
2: The window? No. Oh. What?
3: You just remembered all those numbers, all those stats that you had in front of you earlier today when you were talking about them, and you remembered them. In the correct order. I'm going to give you some love there. That was really impressive. Congratulations.
2: If you're in the chat and you're impressed that I remembered all those numbers from my dog, give me a hell yeah. Give me a hell yeah.
3: No, no, no. Leave that open. Feeling a little nosh-nosh, you know? A little nauseous, that's what it is, from the fog machine. Deuce, when you break down some of those numbers you just presented with what they've been doing in the first quarter compared to the fourth quarter defensively, And then what their offense seems to be showing when they're playing better defense late in a game, it's just better. Uh, How many times do you hear coaches and people that break down basketball, allow your defense to help dictate your offense and gain that energy from defense? Because defense... Is so much effort. It's there's so much you have to do together as a team that only creates a great synergy and 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 chemistry going down the floor the other way on the offensive end. And you're seeing that happen more and more with this Sacramento Kings squad. Now, I think over time, if you want this to be sustainable, because your defense still is not good enough, yeah, for postseason defense, you're gonna have to make tweaks to your roster to have better long-term yeah. long-term yeah. to have better individual defenders, maybe more size, however you want to look at it. But right now, what you do have, you've guys willing and wanting to learn and be disciplined and do things together. And that's why it's just important for guys like Terrence Davis, who, is not the most incredible individual defender, but to make sure that he is locked in defensively every single possession down because that one fundamental time that he's either ball watching or not closing out and he's a step behind or not a step over to be in help to rotate over, those are the times Mike Brown's going to be like, nope, short leash, you're done.
2: I want to get to uh, all the people. We've got a people, a ton of people donating tonight, and I appreciate you, wow, guys, you guys supporting us in such a big way. Uh, Kid Chris coming through again. Peyton Wisdom donates $20. bucks. 1st time seeing The Beam, but most importantly, I met Nick, who was apparently pretty hungry after some convincing. I finally gave in and said, why not? <laughs> Buy Nick some Panda Express. The strangest interaction I've ever had. Ah! No, you did not. He asked you to buy... I can't wait to talk to Nick tonight. Uh, Wizard said... He donated two bucks saying smash the like button. Uh, Kid Chris says, I'm giving the respect... uh, I'm giving in respect to the fact that... I can't read. Okay. Y'all show is lit, win or loss. Thank you. Keep up the fantastic work. Thank you. Thanks. I butchered that. I appreciate it. Yeah, you did. Make sure to hit the thumbs up. And I appreciate all those participating in the poll question tonight. Who was your dog? Ooh. Who was your dog Dog of the game. Where's your dog? That's your dog? Okay. The options. Damana Sabonis, who had his seventh triple-double this Uh season. De'Aaron Fox, 30-plus points in five straight games. Terrence Davis, baby. He had 20 points. And Malik Monk with 15 points.
3: All these guys, part of my pack, but I got to go with De'Aaron Fox. Mm -hmm. The way that he played tonight? Sure, not in the beginning of the game, missing some of those outside shots way off the mark. Whatever. The way that he got to his spots and started attacking the paint and it didn't matter if it was a floater hitting nothing but net or a little jumper mid-range shot, someone finding him in the corner for three. Incredible performance from De'Aaron Fox.
2: I think it's De'Aaron for me, too. Yeah. It's, it's, he's playing with an edge this year, and he's playing with it more and more. I think he understands the moment. I see him talking to guys. In fact, when the Kings were trying to get back in the game, I saw him go, hey, one stop at a time. Like, he is. his leadership has taken a huge leap this season. Yep. So we could talk about him being an all-star, but to me, I- I've always thought he had all-star talent. When you see it come together, yeah, offensively, but seeing him be more vocal, seeing him be, play with aggressiveness at the point of attack on defense, especially when you don't have the rim protector. We focus so much like we got to have a shot blocker. Okay. I mean, sure. It'd be cool to have some rim protection. Absolutely. But you know what? You got to stop your guy. You got to play physical. And those are the little things you're looking at. Now there are some things he has to do better in the team in general has to do better in pick and roll coverage at times. There are some issues a couple of times tonight for sure, Yeah, but he has taken such a serious step. He's my dog of the game. Uh, the fans agree. De'Aaron nice. has 51% of the vote. Terrence Davis with 25% because he had 20 points. And then Sabonis with 23% I of mean, the votes.
3: all great choices there for your dog of the game.
2: Uh, we should mention that tonight's podcast, tonight's night chat, presented by our buddy Sean Stanfield. Over at guaranteed rateandrate.com slash Sean Stanfield. Are you looking to play a house, huh? Bye. Well, Sean is your guy. He can walk you through the process. I know some people have a lot of questions. It can be a very overwhelming process. Well, hit up a guy that's gonna shoot you straight. He's not just trying to close a deal with you. He's gonna make sure it makes sense for you and your family. Uh, does it make sense? Can you afford it? What's it gonna cost? All those questions will be broken down by Sean, and all you have to do is go to his website, rate.com slash Sean Stanfield. He's a big Kings fan too. I'm sure he's very happy that the beam is lit tonight. You can also call or text him at 916-276-7563. That's 916-276-7563. Equal housing lender, subject to credit approval, NMLS ID number 349707, company NMLS ID number 2611, org. Thanks so much to our friends at Garrett! Right. Right. right we should also mention if you go to mo.com, you click on merch tonight is your night because you can get 20% off merch tonight by using promo code
0: thank you use
3: promo code thank you yep and that's exactly how it's typed out on the website as well so it's just a little thank you for everyone out there being a part of this community and getting us to those 10,000 subs yeah, on our got- YouTube channel
2: Our new logo out there. We got crew necks, hoodies, long sleeve, mugs, glasses, everything. Stickers, too. Just go to mo.com, click on merch, use promo code, thank you. It'll get you 20% off your order. Appreciate everyone's support the Deuce and Mo podcast. We want to talk to the people, too. Appreciate everybody in the chat. You guys are the absolute best. Let's kick things off tonight with the guru of stats. The one and only. Will Z's in the building. What's up, Will? What's up? How you guys hey, doing? Good. How are you, man?
5: Good. Uh oh, it's just nice to be back. Yeah. Games to watch, and it felt like a long time.
3: Yeah. What do you do when so anyone that doesn't know, Will Z is on Twitter. You should follow him, Will Z stats. He does incredible work. Um, what are you doing when there's not games? Are you like kind of just wanting there to be more and more (laughs) games because you're craving to do more and more stats
5: there is it's hard to yeah it was a little bit of a withdrawal type situation where it's like i want to look at stats but there's really nothing to look into yes i was going to try and look into just some like defensive numbers and maybe do an article on that nice and just like a season roundup but then I got food poisoning, and that kind of knocked me out for a day. Oh, so.
2: bubble guts everywhere. A long
5: weekend yeah. And said, Yeah. Well, um,
2: I hope you're better now. Um, I, any, um, any stats jump out to you with tonight's game?
5: Yeah, there's so many fun things. That's what's nice about a game like this is there's so many fun stats to look at. But you guys were talking about it with Terrence Davis. And by the advanced numbers, I don't know. Net rating, i go back and forth on if I like it or not. Deuce, I don't know your thoughts on net rating and how you... Deal with I mean,
2: it. I, I, I do look at it for like a team, but I, I don't know how often I actually look at it for players.
5: Yeah. Um, I like to use it as kind of a way to paint part of a picture, but Terrence Davis has just been, by the advanced numbers, the King's best player all year. So he... Tonight had a 161.5 offensive rating, which is just through the roof. Defensive rating of 115.4 and net rating of 46.2. And then on the season, he's sitting at a 9.3 net rating, which is 14th in the entire league. Wow. That's pretty impressive. What he's doing in his short amount of time is just so helpful for the Kings because so much of their bench were revolves around Davion being defensive Lyle's being kind of hit or miss depending on matchups. And I feel like TD just kind of rounds out the unit.
3: You know, what's interesting about this is that I think TD knows this stat about himself as well, because when I was talking to him Mm -hmm. on media day, he was bringing up when I was asking questions about, you know, what what are some misconceptions or whatever about your game Mm -hmm. and something he was mentioning was, his efficiency when he is in and the numbers he does put up in the small amount of minutes that he was playing. And and that was, you know, obviously just after last season. So you think about what he's been doing this season and the impact in the production he's had coming off the bench, especially in those low energy times.
2: It's huge. Yeah. For him to be on, it's just, again, we, this is what we talk about with role players, right? It's like, Can you get to the point where you don't make mistakes on defense, but it's also taking care of the ball. Sometimes he gets turnover prone and tonight he was excellent, right? But if you're you're nitpicking with Terrence Davis in his 18 minutes, he had three turnovers and that's Mm -hmm. just something that's a little too much, obviously for an 18 minute stint. Sure. It's limiting the mistakes as much as you can. Because yeah. when he is out there, yeah, he could be very impactful. And tonight was a great example. He took advantage of a team that was extremely shorthanded. And I, I just, I love the energy he plays with. And I think there's so many times, especially if the Kings are off to a slow start, you look to your bench. The good team's like, you got to get a little of an injection of someone. And TD brings that. Monk can bring that. Uh, that, that's, that was super encouraging to see tonight.
5: And what stood out to me, too, is it looks like him and Sabonis had more chemistry tonight than I've seen the two of them have all season. Like the backdoor cuts, the dribble yeah. handoff threes in transition. It's I think they haven't had as much time to play together as maybe other players have with yeah. Sabonis.
3: Yeah. And mm. it's it's like if you take advantage of that time when you're in with Sabonis mm. and utilize him the right way you're going to find your minutes. You're seeing that more and more with even Mike Brown and who he puts out there. I mean, look at how many times we've talked about Davion Mitchell and what he hasn't done in there with Domas Sabonis or just within this motion offense as a whole. It's like, you have to be willing to adjust your game a little bit to what Sabonis can bring out of you. If you want to keep seeing minutes
5: on the floor. And yeah, I'm thinking about how early Fox, because Fox is usually one of the first players to come out of the game. I never really thought about, that, thought about it like that, Morgan, how that kind of rotational, um, that consistent rotation really does set up the reserves to have more playing time with Sabonis with Fox coming out. And it just shows how Mike Brown is so good at, Figuring out the right pieces on any given night, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, I think too. the The really good thing about Terrence Davis is he lets you coach him. Mm-hmm. Like he's not going to pout. He's gonna let. I mean, how many times have we seen Brown on him? Hell, Sabonis gets on him. Sabonis mm-hmm. gets on a lot of guys. You know, he's chirping a lot. He. Sabone like a, is a coach out there where he expects like, hey, give me the ball here or you need to be moving here. He's very vocal. And I think one of Terrence's best assets is he's able to actually listen and, and and go out there and try to do it. He's still going to mess up. He's not perfect, but he's proven to be a nice role player for the Kings. Yeah, and that's such a huge
5: impact to have, just being coachable. It's yep. such a... It's as I coach track and field for one year and I've done a lot of athletics in my life and stuff. And it's just, that seems like one of the best possible traits you can have, like effort and
2: coachability
5: can go so far.
2: Oh, it's so true. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Will, I appreciate you checking in, man. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on, guys. Thanks, Will. Will Z, he's the best, man. So and, good. You know, what I loved is you just heard him in the background clicking all of his stats. Yeah, he's like,
3: like, I, like, I got this stat. I don't know how you feel about net ratings, but I'm going to tell you. <laughs> uh, you
2: want to hear some uh, Terrence uh, Davis? Yes. Morgan Reagan? Want, we've been talking about TD a lot, so we might as well uh, give him some love and hear what he had to say post-game tonight. Last 25 games, maybe you guys shifting from, you know, the hunter to the hunted or, or whatever. Uh, in terms of the team's mindset, like like how do you how do you view these last twenty five games with, with that in mind?
6: The, uh, everything, you know. Uh, I was just talking to some some of the some of my teammates and uh, some front office guys. This is, you know, Sacramento hasn't been in this position in what almost two decades, <laughs> and so the importance of these last twenty five games is just. You can't really put it into words, but going on you know, walking on the court and knowing that you're in a position to do something that has been done in, you know, almost two decades, that should that should light a fire in you, you know. Uh for me, it's honestly man, I was I was on the all star break just thinking about it, uh while I was, you know, uh somewhere else. I was just thinking about it and, you know, just I you know, trying to put into perspective how important these last few games are. So, this is definitely major. This is something, you know, special for sure. Uh, we have, like I said, it's been almost two decades. So, it's important, man. This is everything.
2: Okay, hey, TD, man, I love you. I-, I got emotional hearing that. The one thing I- I- I'm going to critique right now. That
3: he did twice
2: two decades sounds really 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 16 years sounds bad two decades sounds even worse he ain't wrong no he's not and that's what Uh, dude yeah how
0: about that
3: oh i love that he's like i'm i'm not sleeping and
0: save big on your memorial day barbecue all in the kroger app get half gallons of delicious kroger milk for 129 each then get flavorful tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for 249 a pound all with your card and a digital coupon Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
3: So we are in the playoffs. I'll take it. I love it. You know what I, You know what I love about this, though, Deuce? We've talked about this many times. Mike Brown talking about their team now being The Hunted. Even if they're not, it's lit that fire under their ass. It has.
2: Yeah. I mean, and it's interesting because, you know, it's not like every time these guys are asked about the 16 year playoff drought, it's like, you know, they know it. But at the same time, you know, they weren't here Darren Fox was like nine years old. Yeah. You know, like they haven't been here. It's not like it's they they don't own it. They've owned the last couple of years for sure. Some of the guys Fox has been here six years now. But like, right, the fact that they understand—at least Terrence Davis understands—like, no, this is a big deal, and for us to do this and to feel the vibes and mm. understand that, man, we are close to breaking a drought that has haunted a fan base for this long, I was pretty cool to hear, to be honest.
3: Yeah, and you—you you feel the um, how authentic it is too. Like they want to be a part of the team that changed it all.
2: Yeah, man, that was really cool to hear. Are you I became still just, a big are you, no. I became a bigger Terrence Davis fan after hearing that. No, I maybe that's the little things, but that felt just so real to me because it like, was. Oh. That was really awesome. Um, also, Demona's a bonus after this game, Morgan. <laughs> what you guys needed a game like that's up and down to get your your win get your legs loose for the second half here.
4: Yeah, you know, me personally I wasn't I wasn't worried. Um we just came from the break, you know, been in the league 8 years 7 years now and it usually happens first couple of minutes, you know. Uh we got we we got open looks, we just missed, you know, and then that just led them in transition. So, um but we knew once once we got our win under us, you know, got that touch back, we were going to be all right.
1: Domas, did you ask to be put back in the game in the fourth quarter even with the big lead to Get that triple double, or was that just part of Brown's rotation? Uh,
4: no, um, I wish I had that control.
2: <laughs> With your seventh triple double this season, you, you've broken a record here for for most triple doubles in the season in the Sacramento area. It's just, can you comment on that? What's What's that mean to you?
4: Uh, I mean, it, it's awesome, you know, uh, to get these uh, little things, you know, and um, it just shows uh, how hard we're working as a team, you know. Um, that has nothing to do with me you know uh, my teammates got to make shots you know um i get open for them they get open for me you know uh, it's a team game man you know i just appreciate all of them and all the hard work they do
7: no, Miles, let me ask you this question uh, cuz you you've been there you know made the playoffs man you've been there um what is it like what is that feeling like you guys got 24 more games mm-hmm. you know to get to that pinnacle what is it like getting to, you know on the road to trying to you know Make this a successful season, excuse me
4: um, you know it started today every every game matters, you know um, all the little things we talked about all year, this is where we really got locked in um, we got to start trying to do them consistently in these twenty four games, so when playoff time comes we 're not even thinking about it and we 're just doing it so um it's a lot on us, a lot on the coaching staff, you know, we gotta come locked in and practice. We have a lot of back to back. So the moments we're on court or watching film, everyone's gotta be locked in, you know. Um, we gotta be able to speak our own language, you know, on the court and everybody understand each other. Domas, how important is it to take advantage of these games at home like you did tonight through the last few games of the season? Well, like I've always said, you know, protecting home corn is big in the NBA, you know. Um the more games you can win at home, um it it just makes the season a lot easier, you know, especially in front of your own fans. And um now we got a test tomorrow, you know, a really good Clippers team, you know. Um they made a lot of big trades that um put them in a great position, you know. So um it's gonna be a big test tomorrow. We we gotta come focused.
1: Domas, building off of Tony's question, you have a number of guys on this roster who haven't been to the playoffs before, but especially with De'Aaron Fox, how have you noticed his readiness or how he stepped up in the moment in this race? Uh, you know,
4: he's amazing. You know, I'm I'm really not worried with him. Um, he just hasn't been there, but I feel like he's going to do this or more once he gets there. So you know, uh, we're lucky to have him on our team. You know, and uh, and you know, we just we, we just we just got to keep chipping away. You know, there's 24 games, and we got to take one game at a time.
0: Hey Domas. Uh, in the past All-Star weeks, we got we got four Kings players, and you, Keegan, Lielong, and uh, Kevin. Uh, what's your feeling to see so many teammates in the All-Star week? And uh, what what's like, What do you think this means for the Sacramento City?
4: Uh, it's great, you know. Um, it's awesome. You know, a lot of people watch that weekend, and uh, to have four. Four people represented every single day of the weekend, you know. Um, that, that's that's amazing, you know, that just puts the kings on the on the map, you know, and uh people start to to watch more and buy in more, you know, and uh that's just great for the franchise in the city. Thanks, guys.
2: There's Demonis the Sabonis after this game. And one thing he that jumped out to me about what he was talking about, that game tomorrow night. Yeah. It's a big one. In- and it's a it's a it's one of those where okay. You took care of business on your home floor tonight after just a tough like first you quarter. To. you played physical. Mm-hmm. You played with an edge. How are you going to handle tomorrow night when you know Russ, who... Russ played pretty well against the Kings this year, right? He's like somehow knocked down threes against the one team he does it against the Sacramento. Correct. He's going to be playing inspired. That group's got kind of a new energy right now. Kawhi's been playing well. It's going to be a tough test.
3: And let's just say that somehow Ty Lu being the really good coach that he is brings out the best in Russell Westbrook in yeah. his first game with the Clippers. It could happen uh, putting him in his role, making him discipline. Obviously we've talked about this many times. Paul George had one of his best seasons uh, playing next to Russell Westbrook at in OKC. So there's a lot going on here for the Clippers and especially because they're trying to win, win, win as they are behind, right? There's a lot to break down with this game. Second night of back-to-back for the Kings. But, hey, you got to look at this one and just be all in yeah. mentally, mentally, and physically
2: it's a very tough matchup because I mean, obviously it's not just a, a pure talent thing. Uh, they've got length. They can switch on you. They play defense. They add some more size with Plumlee. Then you mm-hmm. got Eric Gordon coming off the bench, bones Highland. You add Westbrook to the fold. It's one of the deeper teams, the team that if healthy, I think most people believe can come out of the Western conference yep. and Kawhi has been locked in in
3: well Kawhi has been locked in right there is a mismatch right his size his ability to get to his spots and shoot but then you look at Russell Westbrook's speed and how these guys even Paul George can get to his spots the way that they can get into the middle of the paint the way that they can get to the middle and to create and to find the open man uh on the outside or even down low it's not going to be easy and defensively it's a bad matchup for the kings but a lot of these teams going forward are going to be that and the kings just have to be so disciplined and together on that end
2: clippers are a game and a half behind the kings right now they are right behind it the number four seed in the western conference they are 33 and 28 on the season so yeah it's tough and i mean the clippers it's the great example, if healthy. We talked about how many years we've we been saying that about the Clippers. If healthy, they have a chance to come out of the Western Conference. Kawhi has been locked in. His numbers have been absurd as of late. So uh, we'll see what it looks like. Um, what, Morgan? Why are you telling me you sh- he, he, he sees he was us? Sleeping. No, he, he was not sleeping. Were you sleeping, Nick? <laughs> Hi, Deuce Mo.
3: Nick, were you sleeping? Yes or no? And be honest. Thank
2: you. No, I didn't tell. no,
8: yeah,
3: he was, and that's why I was no, like,
8: shh, No, go to no him. I was faking it.
2: You were faking.
3: Yeah, yeah, what deuce?
2: I I used to play the fake sleeping game too, Nick. You were you were being you were sleeping, uh, Nick. You were at the game tonight, but I have to ask you, Peyton, who uh, donated a super chat earlier, mentioned that he met you tonight, and you asked him to buy you Panda Express. Is that true? <laughs> yes okay how'd this happen what'd you say what'd you do nick <laughs> so no let me let me try to set the scene so you run peyton says hi to you and you just say hey i'm nick buy me panda express yes is that what you do to people when you first meet them you just ask them to buy you stuff <laughs>
8: You don't do that. You don't do that, or you
2: do do that. Why do you have the giggles tonight, Nick? You're gonna start making me laugh. Did you take a? Nope. Cause I asked because I asked. I asked me if
8: he could buy me panda today.
2: I know. I know. So you can't just ask random people to buy you food, Nick. What'd you get?
8: I had. <laughs> Orange chicken, chow and shrimp. On the one that shrimp, you went yeah. shrimp.
2: That's like extra. Is that extra money? You got, you got See? a two. You got a two entree plate at Panda Express, dude. If you are asking us something to buy you, you don't get a two entree. You, you may... get a bowl. You get a bowl. Honestly, with orange chicken no, and no. rice, you get a small side of steamed rice. That's it. You don't get any protein
3: out of that. You're over there ordering a two entree. Did you wait? Did you get a drink too?
2: Yeah. You son of a-
3: <laughs> <laughs> Nick, you've taken your fame way too far. Yeah,
2: Nick, I I don't support this at all. What do you think of the game tonight?
8: <laughs> and I had a pizza. I had pizza. I go to center tonight. Oh wait, Nick.
2: did okay. someone
3: buy it for you or did you buy it?
2: No, I bought it. Oh wow, well, that's good. Nick bought his own pizza. Good, good. Hey, okay. hey,
3: yeah.
8: And, and uh, tonight I did. The first quarter wasn't good okay second quarter was good third quarter is good fourth quarter is good and you know i i, I enjoyed the, the king's winning so like the beam uh deuce can you play, oh. play that song
2: uh you, you mean the fire the laser thing yes wait yeah. can
3: i say one thing we're just enabling this behavior <laughs> i know we're but doing what it's said. It. it's worth it Arm the laser i mean Fire the
8: laser. Yeah, fire the laser. Why <laughs> not light the beam? Alright, why right, not, like not the, light the beam? Beams. All why right, not? Nick.
2: Sleep beams, all right.
8: Hey, hey, tomorrow we play the Clippers. We're on the road. And I do wanna say that we're gonna have to win tomorrow. We're gonna have to stay competent. I know we can beat the Clippers tomorrow. So if I was coach in the locker room, yeah, I say you gotta you gotta play defense. You gotta play your defense team. Stay on your man, guard your
2: guy. All right. Sleep Stand beams. Your man. Sleep beams, all right? Sleep beams.
3: His eye just rolled back yeah, in his he head. Yeah, he rolled
2: his eyes like, okay. No, he was
3: like falling asleep no, again. No, no. He was he, I was, think
2: he, was, he was, sleep was giving talking. us attitude. He was giving us attitude.
3: Because we told people that you can't just give him a whole bunch of free stuff. I'd I, mean, I, I love to.
2: I want to see the the reaction from the chat on this. Sato says, Nick is unafraid to shoot his shot. He's a TD of concourse food. <laughs>
3: The TDM concourse food. It's so
2: good. <laughs> uh, oh. He demanded a plate. It says Peyton. He demanded a plate. Nick, if you're still listening, you need to make sure to say thank you to people too.
3: My God, man. Nick. He always, whenever, whenever he sees me, he goes, Can you not to me, but i will say to the person, can you take this photo? Can and I'll say, Nick, say what please. do you say? And he goes, please take this photo. <laughs>
2: Uh, <laughs> Morgan, we should mention a couple of things in the Western Conference tonight. What happened? It wasn't a terrible night for the Kings in the West, right? Of course, Ooh. we're in that time of the year where, hey, we're watching the standings. Sixers beat the Grizzlies Hell tonight. Yeah. 110 to 105 and beat a 27 and 19. Uh, John Morant, oh, he had the stone cold line, Morgan. Three for 16. Oh, okay. Hell, yeah. in, no uh, Stephen Adams. And the Yeah, the Stephen Adams injury has been... They have not been the same since Stephen Adams got hurt. Uh, and by the way, the Kings just two games behind Memphis for the number two seed at Ooh. this point.
7: So Denver's kind of
2: separated at number one, but the two is kind of coming in the play now, Okay, right? now. I think, you know, everyone's talking about, oh, can someone catch the Kings at three? Well, I mean, I think teams are looking at number two as... All right, it's becoming a little more realistic. So that was good news for the Kings tonight. Uh, They lost in Philly 110 to 105. Warriors, they lost tonight, but it was the Lakers beating them without Steph in the lineup yet again. He's going to be reevaluated in a week, Uh, but it was a night where LeBron and AD only played 26 minutes. They they led by as many as 28 points and got the win over Golden State. So in a way, I kind of like it because you knock Golden State down, and yeah, the Lakers... They could be in the mix. They're only a game and a half out of playing now.
3: Yeah. Don't sleep on the Lakers. But also, I, yeah, I'm not going to sit here and be like, you really need to worry about the Lakers now. But ever since they made those tweaks, I was, um, I don't know, starting to be a little worried. Yeah. uh, Which I think is smart. You got to be aware, know what they're They're doing. They're
2: clearly a better team now, which
3: is,
2: you know, something to watch for sure. Also, the Raptors helped the Kings out tonight. They beat the Pelicans one fifteen to one ten. Ingram had thirty six in the loss, uh, Siakam with twenty six. And how about Jakob Purtle? Just a twenty one and eighteen game wow. along with uh, three steals in the win. Holy um, moly! Dallas did Oof. win. They crushed the Spurs. So okay, that doesn't help things. But look
3: what the Spurs scored on them.
2: 116. Okay. I mean, They, they, they come scored 142, on. though. Uh, Utah, they're kind of like, hey, you guys are trying to count us out, but We're Lowry it drops 43 points on OKC. He good. Utah wins in overtime, 120 to 119. SGA with 39, Oof. 8, and 7. Okay, yeah, I know. And OKC's, they're legit. And then the Kings, so not a terrible night, right?
3: yeah. No, it's not a terrible night. I mean, I think when you look at a team like Memphis just losing, it's always a, it's always a good night for everybody in the NBA. Memphis,
2: man. Who, who would have thought that Steven Adams would be like that important?
3: Well, it's weird because of what we saw in the postseason last year. But, yeah, he's shown um, he, he's really part of the identity of that squad. Well,
2: and he makes life easier for all those right. guys. Especially right.
3: against big teams like the Sixers.
2: Hey, what's up, Christian. Hey,
7: what's up, Deuce and Mo.
3: What's up, Christian?
7: Um, this is a little late because you guys have had your show on the radio for two weeks, but oh, I'm ones. really thankful you guys been able to get your show on the radio. That's awesome.
3: Oh, well thanks. I, I get
2: offended when people say that.
3: Oh, he's Deuce is oh, offended. No.
2: <laughs> Christian. <laughs> the show happens to be on the radio. It's also uh-huh. on YouTube. It's also on an app, like it's not just a radio. What
3: do you want people to call it? It's a show. Oh, well, thank you, Christian, for congratulating us on our show. I appreciate
2: it.
7: I appreciate (laughs) it. I'm a little lost of words for Deuce. Thank you, because I like to listen to your show while I'm at work. So thanks, man. (laughs) No, no, I I
2: appreciate you saying that. It's yeah. If you listen to our last night chat, which uh, you know, after losses, not a lot of people. Not as many people Not are excited to listen, yeah. right? Um, but that I was I was having almost a mental breakdown at the end of that episode, if I remember wrong the right one.
3: Right? No, it wasn't that one, it was the one right before.
2: Okay. <laughs> uh, you know why? Because it's happened multiple times. It's been a challenge like doing adding this daily show to the the fold, but we're we're working our way through it.
3: Yeah.
7: Well keep working through it because you guys are awesome. I just want to say light the beam. Let's oh. keep us going. And does not take for granted. They're at 33 wins right now on a team that hasn't been this good in a very damn long time. 33
2: oh. and 25. Appreciate you, man. Thanks. Thanks, thanks for
7: love. Of course, you guys have a great night. Keep right. the energy up. You guys are the fucking shit here. In yeah. Hell yeah.
6: Oh, yeah.
3: <laughs> love when people drop a good F bomb. Come yeah, on now. He got
7: fired up. He I did. Love it.
3: I love it.
2: Uh, let's go to the youngin. What's up, Jaskarn? It was good,
1: everybody. Oh, it's good, you too. Uh, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. Yeah?
2: What's good? What's on your mind? Um, uh, I guess I will say Keegan Murray. Ooh, you oh, you know what? I'm glad you brought him up. Can didn't... I? Yeah. He had that one play tonight, behind the back oh. dribble, a little step back. <gasps> <gasps> uh, and good. also, you how got... about his defense a couple of times on Shade and Sharp? Some good shit going good. on there.
1: Yeah, man, I was uh, even in a couple plays too. I forgot. I forgot which player it was. I feel like it was Johnson. I don't know. It's probably uh, Keon Johnson. Know. Yeah, Keon Johnson. Yeah, maybe it was someone else though. Who was defending him? But it's fine. I think Keegan did pretty good on defensive
2: end. Hey, yeah. I mean, he ends up playing twenty five minutes tonight. Ten points, four seven shooting, two or five from three. I still want him to shoot more and be more aggressive. But yeah, I mean, he's got all the tools. You see it. I mean, I think he's going to be, you know, for the Kings to take that next leap as a team in the next couple of years, I think a lot rides on him being like legit. Can he be that third guy? Could he be your second best player? Could you be your best? Can he be an all-star level player? Right? Like if he can take that leap in the next couple of years, Kings might be pretty nice.
1: Yeah, for sure. Definitely. I mean, he his he's still, still young. I mean, to me, in my opinion, yeah. he got protection. Yeah. And I don't, I mean, I fr- like became, you know, when we drafted him and people say oh, I was too old to play, I don't know why they drafted him, but you got to think about it. He was literally the perfect fit for us the whole time. And look at him now. It's amazing. You no. Know?
3: It, yeah. When, I mean, you just look at his size alone and his shooting ability. It's like, ah, modern day NBA and um, he's still young and he's just going to get better. And that's why even when Deuce talks about him possibly needing to be that third guy going forward, I don't think they expected it to happen this quick or to see those flashes come through this quick in his rookie year. So things are good.
2: The shooting is there. I mean, he's on pace to break the rookie record for most threes, which is a big deal that Donovan Mitchell owns at this point in time. Is it, but, was it like 170 or 180-ish? I forget wrong. the exact number off the top of my head. Oh, yeah. It I'm was, sorry.
3: It was I think, like 183.
2: Um, But then, like, defensively, you're seeing, like, I, I thought tonight, and Shane Sharp, uh, there's some plays that are just jaw-dropping watching Shane Sharp, who, by the way, is 19 years old. What did he end up finishing with? His tonight? size. I mean, it's so weird. He was 4'14", but I just felt like, oh, my God, that bounce. He had that nasty jam. The I think windmill. Early. Oh! Yep. Uh, yeah. But Keegan did a great job staying in front of him.
1: Yeah, I mean, he, he, uh, I mean, Shannon Sharp only had nine points yeah. pretty much the whole game. He shot like 80, 28% from the field. And, you know, basically Keegan's trying to do the best to defend him. And he did pretty good, to my opinion. And I, uh, in the offense, to be honest, he has a bag. He has that step back. Bag and, and I'm happy for him. Yeah,
2: no, I think he, the Blazers, I mean, I don't know if the Blazers will keep Sharp long term. I think if they really want to. Ch- no, I mean, if they want to be serious about winning a championship with Dame, I mean, it's h- how do you get better? They're gonna you may have, have to, have to part with something yeah. to take that leap. I, I'm not saying that's necessarily the right move, but it's like, I don't know what you do. Do you just ride it out and hope Sharp is this star player in a couple of years? <laughs> What's Dame like then at that point? So it's going to be interesting to see how they kind of maneuver through this uh, as a team in Portland. But yeah, Keegan... That move behind the back, and then we talked about this play earlier. One of my favorite plays. I wish he would have knocked down the three. It was that Sabonis yeah. behind the back pass? But yeah, I I really I'm really digging. Uh, yeah, about the,
1: yeah yeah about the situation with Portland going on with the Dame. But if yeah. I was like the GM with in Portland, I would just trade Dame to the Bucks. To be honest, for what? I don't know, really. I just want to see him team up with Giannis.
2: Yeah, <laughs> oh, see these young these young kids. He's 16, right? He, it's all about fantasy basketball, these super teams. So what? Oh man Let him dream. I and like
3: it, it.
1: it. I had a dream with Pascal on the Keen, so it's There fine. you
3: go. I like that dream.
1: Yeah, who you how are you getting
2: see
3: Doesn't matter, it was a dream.
2: Okay. It was a dream. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well uh, sleep beams to you tonight.
1: Yeah, you know, tomorrow back to back. I hope two days gets better for me, you know. Uh nope. Hope oh, damn, I just stuttered?
2: Wow. Yeah, it's but, well, you're you're fine. <laughs> Oh my God! he's stuck. <laughs> no one was thinking about that at all, but you pointed it out. Um, I know. What do you? Wait. What are you worried? At? What? Why? What has to get better for you?
1: Uh, basically, most of school, most classes and stuff. So, oh well, let's talk about. I'm this. not. I'm not Ooh. saying I'm failing. I'm not saying I'm failing classes, yeah. but I'm just trying to get better.
2: Like, like, where are you at right now? What's you, you're uh, C's? Do I you... think I'm.
1: I have a, mostly A's and one B.
2: So oh, okay. my God. What are you here to? Are you trying to brag? What? Oh, I gotta I do better not in school. Trying to brag. I am not trying to. Brag, D- wait, I why I are you being so like, hard on yourself? You you said you A's and B's. I,
1: I feel like I'm I'm like lazy on, in English class. I just feels like that. Oh I God. just I don't like it's whatever, though, bro. I mean, if we get a win tomorrow night, I'm happy. Um, <laughs> it's and it's gonna be great. I hope Fox. You know, I think the ankle is fine for sure. I mean, it's he he looked great tonight. Same with Sabonis. I mean, heard her knocked down some freeze at first. And I you know I think Mitchell, uh, with those couple of foul calls kind of bother him yeah. with those. Hey,
3: well get get that T D mentality in <laughs> hey, English TD. class,
2: okay? Hey, T D. Hey, shout out to him. Yeah, he's listening, so I'm glad you gave him a shout out. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Uh yeah, study yeah. up. Better get that B up to an A. Hey, uh hope y'all have a great night. Right, Thanks. So yeah. Yeah. Dude, he cracks me up. That's great. I thought I, thought I was, like, worried about him. I was, I was like, like oh, this kid's, get degrees. this kid's struggling. I didn't try in high school. And I was a 3.0 guy.
3: Oh, I, I tried, and I, didn't it, try. I was a horrible, slow reader, terrible at math.
2: But when I went to college, graduate. I don't know if you know this, graduated with honors. not a big deal. I do know that.
3: I do. Mean, I, that. Just, I, do. Easy. I was good at
2: basketball. That's the reason they called me the scholar. Called me the jock bitch. <laughs> No, they didn't. <laughs> uh,
3: Scala deuce.
2: Uh, we talked to this guy on our daily show for nearly an hour. In fact, hey, Praneel joins us. 16 year old. Another 60. We're going back to back 16 year olds here on a Night Chat. Uh, Praneel. I did see your message. I need to send you the video of your appearance on the daily show. I did not forget. How you doing, Praneel?
9: I'm doing pretty good. I was there live. I met.
2: Yeah, you're at the game. You're at the game.
9: Yeah. Dude, um, you I saw made, the beam. Yeah, it was it was life changing. I mean, I feel like I'm a newer, better man. Oh! Um, it's it just changed my life. I don't think I'll ever be the same person again. Now, yeah. did you, you had
2: fun out there tonight?
9: Yeah, it was awesome. I met Drew, um, uh, Rory, Chase. I met a bunch of guys. It was, it was it was a lot of fun.
2: That's cool, man.
3: That is so cool. What a great! Isn't this just the best community?
2: I mean, also, like, how about your week? You met Deuce and Mo. I oh. mean, that's a pretty. I thought that. <laughs>
9: Yeah, I mean I, I, this was this was a this was a very stressful week, not only because like I was on a podcast in person with my face being shown to everyone and I also made like an appearance at the Kings game and I also have like a project due for CSA and like a retake tomorrow, but yeah, it was it was a fun little stressful week. It was you're, interesting.
3: Reneal, it's gonna be like this when you're an NBA GM. What dude? I
2: just I'm just laughing at the fact that like this show it just makes me it's just it's after a King's win and we're having back to back 16 year olds. Like, yeah, I we're talking about homework and studying. Yeah, issues. what about it? I don't know. I just it reminds it's me life. of when I was a young kid listening to Love Line at night. Okay. And just hearing these teenagers call with their problems and now I'm just hearing these kids <laughs> going, Yeah, I mean, I got this, I got this. I'm like, what what are we supposed to say? Zero problems yeah. Neil's
3: <laughs> talking about. He's talking about real life. He's I talking don't know. like he's the way that he's getting his life ready at sixteen years old, he's going to be so ready to be an NBA GM by the age of twenty-one. It's I cannot wait for it.
2: And honestly, I feel like when he they do like the profile when he does, get you don't hired, get
3: credit. You don't. Can get I just cre- finish my sentence? Because I know where you're going.
2: I do feel like when he reaches that point. Mm-hmm. And they do like a sit down with him, or like mm. some in depth interview in the athletic. Yeah. He will reference like I'll never forget, man. There was just like podcast, and they just <laughs> they embraced me and connected me and, 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 and helped foster my love. And I think he would mention us. Do is that would you mention us? You think
9: if I get hired, I would probably mention you guys first as in like my hey! first time. But that that is that is the. Like five for per- maybe like a two percent chance, you know that's way out in the future. A lot of things gotta go right. I gotta get through school, gotta <laughs> yes. keep on building connections. But like, if 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 the dream scenario occurs and I get hired as a GM, I would absolutely mention you guys after my parents and everything, of course. Okay. And Pernil,
3: just know that you are going to be and do whatever you want to be or do in this world. You are just not only an incredible young man, you are so smart so disciplined it's um okay
2: enough kissing up to praniel no, we do it's this every just, time he's on
3: it's no but i yeah, just don't yeah, want I, mean, I don't want to push the whole nba jam thing if he wants to be okay. something else <laughs> i don't think we're
2: overwhelming him by bringing it up like okay? if we
3: were parents right now we're not doing a good job we're, okay. we're like we're, <laughs> we're begging him to do something that we want our child to do this is not good for him
2: all right praniel uh what jumped? i know you were at the game it was really exciting to see the kings actually get a win with you in the building uh what jumped out to you today Night,
9: um i mean granted it was against a very mediocre and frankly pretty bad backcourt but um De'Aaron fox was pretty incredible i mean he's like it's it, it just he dominated he did whatever he wanted that game um uh there was this there was this like layup i think in like the second or third quarter where and, like he it was just he went right down in transition and like it was beautiful it's just his game is so smooth. He gets whatever he wanted. He just picked apart that entire Blazers defense. I think Matisse was on him for a little bit in the first and then kind of like flustered him. But after that, he did whatever the hell he wanted. And I mean, Keon Johnson couldn't guard him. Ryan Archidiakono couldn't guard him. Payton um, Sharp couldn't guard him. Matisse got him for a bit. And then De'Aaron just picked him apart in the mid range. He got to whatever spot he needed to get to. He got to wherever he wanted and he just did whatever he wanted. And, um, after the start, I was a little bit scared mostly because like I'm one in nine whenever I go live for Kings games. And I like, yeah. And the day actually really funny thing, but like the day after um I was born was the last Kings playoff game ever. So like May 4th, I was born May 5th was the last game ever for like a Sacramento Kings playoff game. And that's just another point, right? No, that's um, crazy. That's, that's a season.
2: crazy stat to be honest.
9: Yeah. Yeah. Um, So like at the beginning, I was like, Oh my God, it's my curse. It's happening again. But like, Deern just turned up, and it was it was it was really incredible to watch live. Wow! Yeah,
2: and I I think too. I mean, you mentioned we did offensively. I just think his aggressiveness defensively has been great too. I mean, he's getting in the guys. That's why I'm so excited about tomorrow night's game. Back to back, the starters really did not play heavy minutes. In fact, Fox played just under 26 minutes mm-hmm. tonight. The only starter who played over 25 uh, was Sabonis at 31. And tomorrow night, man, you're playing the team that's got the experience. They're long. They've got a guy in got Kawhi. Size. You know, they got Westbrook with the biggest chip on his shoulder. Uh, it's a great test. I just want to see that same edge tomorrow night. Like, dude, this Clippers team's going to punch you. Are you going to punch back? Don't get blown out tomorrow. Go out there and compete and give yourself a chance to win. It's going to be tough, but I think it's a great, a great opportunity for Sacramento.
9: Oh, yeah. Tomorrow's going to be a big test, mostly because, like, uh, the last time we played the Clippers, they were, like, pretty injured. And this Clippers team could be a team you'll see in the playoffs. And not only just that, they're a team that matches up really well against us, right? Yeah. We – we, they, they are filled with defensive wings, defensive players. Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, I can go on and on. But um, I want to see how they're going to come out, especially – if they come out starting like that today, which was honestly an awful start, you're not going to win the game. You're not going to be able to come back. I want to see a good start. And – one thing I do think we need to like, get more involved is um uh, I, I want to see Keegan Murray get involved more. I feel like if yes. you can run if you can run more DHOs, I think I'm, I'm, this is what I'm predicting. By the way, I think you're gonna see Paul George on um what's his name, De'Aaron Fox, real quickly early on, and they're gonna put Kawhi on either HB or um or or Keegan to start the game. And then once you get into the fourth quarter, it'll be Kawhi on De'Aaron Fox. I don't think they're going to run Kawhi on Fox and start because obviously Kawhi will need to, to get time. He, they don't want to put Kawhi on Fox because Fox will just wear him out. But um, I want us to get Keegan involved early on because I don't want to get eventually get to the matchup where Kawhi's on Fox in the fourth quarter and Kawhi will just shut him down because Kawhi will do that to every single person in the league. And if you can get Keegan involved early on, you'll just force... Paul George and Kawhi to switch off the of Fox and it'll just mess with things that I think Tyloo will want to do. And those sort of stuff, just like getting your wings involved in a game against the Clippers who have a ton of wings will just mess with their game plan. And it's something that I, I really think that the Kings need to do tomorrow.
2: I can't wait for it. I can't wait. It's a test. It is about right. It you, is you. Hey, you're the number three seed. They're right behind you, a game and a half behind you. You're feeling good, coming off a win. You're relatively rested.
3: I, 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 pruneel One thing, I, you said that they match up well. I, if anything, I was thinking this was a bad matchup for the Kings, just because.
2: I think what he's saying though is they match up well. Like they can handle the Kings because. Yeah. Yeah. You know, oh. Yeah. Yes. Okay.
3: Okay. Yeah. I see. Yeah. yeah. No. I'm. I'm definitely with you there.
2: Well, Pranil, yeah. thanks for checking in. I'm so glad you got to see the
9: beam, man. Yeah, it was awesome. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I'll see you guys later. Bye-bye.
3: Yeah. Bye, neil
9: Good kid, man.
3: Hey, he can do anything he wants to do in life. so proud of the kid, man. I'm just so proud. just want to give him a big old hug. <laughs> He's great. Uh, He's so great.
2: Let's get to some people on the YouTube chat. You guys are hanging out late with us. We're going to put a bow on this in a second, but the biggest thing you need to do is hit the thumbs up button so we can grow this thing. Keep growing it. Make sure you're subscribed as well. Let's go. Uh, someone in the chat was asking about Morgan's skincare routine. Oh. Liv Lacks says, Well, what is your skincare routine?
3: Oh, um, so I am going to start getting uh some sort of hydrofacial once a month i got one and they just were like hey at your age if you want to do this so then you don't want to do a whole bunch of other cosmetic things as you get older then take your skin this way so I'm gonna start getting on that routine and then otherwise that i use a skincare called tatcha it's like a tatcha i believe it's like i think it's a japanese skincare and it's just like super soothing and uh, moisturizing yeah uh
2: not number number sign rr i'm a big fan of this kiddo pernil he definitely has a bright future ahead can confidently say he is smarter than most of king's twitter
3: (laughs) definitely he's he's one of those guys after a win or a loss that's just level-headed will break down the game
2: yeah um
3: realistic
2: Morgan does have a glow today since Sato.
3: Morgan should put on makeup on TikTok. I'm good.
2: Who's, wait, who said that? Donald. I'm good
3: with and without makeup. Thank you, though. No, but I think,
2: no, it, that wasn't a... a I look you, very different. I think he's saying doing like a makeup, show your makeup routine on TikTok. That's what I think. Are you thinking. sure? I, I don't, think you're I jumping don't, people tonight.
3: No, I'm not. I don't have a makeup routine. I don't even know how to do makeup. I just YouTube how to do my makeup for I TV. I do this, the
2: same thing. I do the same thing. And... Yeah. Now that we're so focused on Morgan's looks right now, yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. How do we feel about her highlights, huh?
3: We like it, and I don't care what anyone else says.
2: I like it too. Good job. Good (laughs) job.
3: Really? Do you really like it? Yeah. That's nice of you.
2: You needed a a little freshen up.
3: Oh, okay. One of our guy, uh, uh, Ross, he was saying that I was taking away from your hair development and your hair change by putting highlights. My hair's come
2: back. I got to figure out if I want to keep this or not. We'll see. What else would you do? Shave my head. Put highlights in it? Shave my head, maybe bleach it.
3: Don't shave your head. If anything, do like a skin fade and a little off the top, huh?
2: (laughs) Do not. You have no say in my hair. I I know. I hear you with descriptions like skin fade a little off the top. Shut the hell up. Wait, wait, wait. Why are you allowed to say anything about my
3: hair? Because you haven't
2: done anything with your hair in a decade.
3: I did have virgin hair for eight years, so. Now, the highlights are back.
2: We appreciate you guys hanging out with us tonight. We're going to be back live following tomorrow night's game against the Clippers. It's a 7.30 tip-off. That means it's a late, late night one. But the best part about it. What's the best part? It's a Friday night.
3: Oh, my God.
2: And, and we're off the next day. Oh, shoot. Also, a reminder that if you want to check out our daily show that we're doing, you can listen uh, at, on Sacktown Sports 1140. Good job. Uh, they have an app, the free Sacktown Sports app, but you can also watch the show from 11 to 2 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube at youtube.com slash Sacktown Sports. Link is in the description below. We love you guys so, so, so much. We can't thank you enough for the sport, but we got to go.
3: You're all amazing. Thank you again for the 10K. We love you. See ya. Deuce and mo.
8: Deuce and mo.
1: Deuce and mo, they tell you
0: what they know. Deuce and mo, deuce and mo, deuce and mo. The podcast that you know. Deuce and mo. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for one twenty nine each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine a pound. All with your card and a digital coupon